you have to learn how to swallow. And even the Bible even talks about some things in life that talks about swallowing. You know, God swallowed up the earth in Noah's day. Think about that. The world was full of sin and God just sent a flood and swallowed up the world. And that was a time when Moses went before Pharaoh and he had to, uh, he took his rod and threw it on the, on the floor and it turned into a serpent. And Pharaoh, magician, for some strange reason, has not been understood by a lot of people. Well, the devil can play magic too. They threw their rods down too and they turned to a serpent. But Moses' serpent swallowed up Pharaoh's serpent to show that God is sovereign and God is in control and God got power over the enemy. It also says in Psalm 21, 9, Lord shall swallow up them that are disobeying him with his wrath. It also says in Psalm 56, 2, my enemies will love to swallow you up. You have a lot of enemies. Sometimes they'll come to eat up your flesh and the Bible says they will stumble and fall. They want to swallow and eat you up. Amen. And then in, in Ecclesiastes 10 and 12, it said the lips of a fool will swallow himself up. Your own lips will swallow you up. <laughs> that's, probably, that's Solomon knew about the mouth. Amen. The Bible even talks about in Matthew 23 and 24, straining at a goat and swallowing a camel. But I didn't want to get into all of that about the swallowing. Let me get into the main reason why I want to talk about swallowing. We have to learn how to swallow some things that's going on right now. In other words, God gave me this message. You got to learn how to swallow readjustment. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. Swallow readjustment. Some of you all don't want to readjust. You want to just go on and live the way you've been living every day. I get so saddened when I see some of our people in Afro-American community, how we just walk so loosely. We walk around, we go into public places. Man, I went into a, a, a Walmart the other day and I, 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 I turned around and went back out. Because I saw so many out for walking around there with no mask on. And I said, well, God, I got to get me something. I got to get me something. So I went to another store, uh, like Publix and some other stores. And then I said, it looked a little better. And that's, I think I can work in this one. Because it's bad. And they said that this disease is catching, is really going to our Afro community worse than any. Why? They're saying it's because we are poor and can't get. I don't believe that lie. You can get a handkerchief and put it around your face. Amen. You can't get a mask. Get a handkerchief. Get a rag. Anything tied around your, your, your face and cover your face at least when you go in public. But what's wrong? We don't care. We don't want to readjust. We don't like being told to do what we want to do. We don't like being told, I can't do this. Why can't, I, I don't want to be myself. I, I'm not putting on no mask. I'm going where I want to go. This all just social media. This everybody trying to make money off a of mask. Well, you see how many people are dying. So you need to learn how to readjust and learn how to fit in and swallow it. Swallow it, I say. You got to learn how to do what you have to do when you have to do. Things are different right now. When it's time to just walk loosely and everywhere and have no mask on, put your hand in your mouth, put your hand in your face. 
Well, when that time comes, but right now we got to learn how to readjust. You got to learn how to readjust on anybody's job. You can't go on a new job talking about what I did on my old job. That's probably why you're not there. <laughs> Praise God. Trying to do what you want to do. It's called readjust. You got different supervisors. You got different, you got different companies. And some places you can't go on there clowning, acting a fool, and trying to have fun with everybody. Some places where you got to get serious and working, they don't want you playing. It's called readjustment. I've preached around the world five times. I've preached in India, Africa, South America. I've preached in all kinds of places. And I have learned all the years of preaching, when I've gone to other places and preached that were not an Afro-American church, how to preach. Now, I won't tune up in there like I do here and hoop, and I know I won't do. I know how to preach anywhere. You know why it's called readjustment. Blessed is he that is flexible, for he shall not be broken. Praise God. You got to learn how to preach to all people because some people can't connect with certain styles of preaching. So you got to readjust. And when I was passing out in the churches and I had little churches in the country back in the early 70s, I had three churches and I had five churches in all my ministry. This is my sixth church. And you know what? When I was preaching to people out that connect to the kind of preaching I was doing, I was good at it. And that's what got me here, because I was good at what I was doing. Couldn't nobody beat me uh, running revivals. I knew how to do it all. But when I came to another location and the congregation changed, I learned to do more teaching in my preaching. I used to preach in 10, 15 minutes. That's all you needed then. But right now, people want to hear more. They want to understand more. So now I start teaching more extensively on Wednesday night in the Bible. Yes, I teach the Bible on Wednesday. I go from verse to verse, from every time. I went through the whole book of Revelation, verse by verse. I'm now in the book of Genesis. We went through Acts. I've gone through most of all the New Testament, verse by verse teaching to teach my members some Bible. Times change now. People are more into teaching than they used to be in preaching. But preaching persuades you and teaching informs you. So you got to have both preachers. We got to learn how to readjust. That was a time I wouldn't wear nothing like this in church. Oh, man, you had to have on a tie <laughs> when we came along. But now young preachers wearing jeans and slacks and dressed down. And there's nothing wrong with that. I just don't want you to overdo it. Just don't overdo it. Don't come in here naked. Don't come in wearing no shorts. Let's respect the house of God. I folk in this church, I tell you, go home and cover up. Amen. Cover up. But you can dress down. But we dress down two Sundays. We dress down and two Sundays we dress up. What are we going to do with our nice clothes? So two Sundays, I said, all right, first and third Sunday, you all wear your nice clothes. So you got your nice clothes wear. And then second and fourth, put on your jogging shoes, your tennis shoes. Sometimes my mother's coming here with slacks on. Amen. <laughs> so dress down. and We try to mix it up a little bit with this age. And I have a praise team right behind the deacon so I can kind of keep the older people happy and the younger people happy. So what did you do when you go in a church? I mix them up. I keep them both. Bring them both together. So it's called readjustment. And right now you got to swallow that. You got to swallow readjustment. Something else you got to swallow. You got to swallow the fact that some people in this world you can't change. There are some people you can't change. Ask Abigail about it. She was married. 
to a fool. What do you do when you're married to a fool? <laughs> Praise God. You just have to let a fool be a fool. <laughs> Praise God. I hate to say that because sometimes you want to make an enemy, try to correct the fool. Sometimes you just got to let people be the way they want to be because you can't change people. I know you try to change your husband, you try to change your wife, you try to change your children, and sometimes you have to accept the fact that some people you can't change. So you got to do what old folks said, work around them. <laughs> Praise God. Work around them. Just find a way. If you got long marriage comes about, as I told you, love, forgiveness, and put up with. That's what keeps a long marriage. Love, forgiveness, and put up with. I, I don't believe this lie when people talk about I was married to my husband uh, 40 years and we never had an argument. I guess so when you're not speaking. <laughs> Praise God. There's no way in the world two people can live together and not disagree. You can disagree but not be disagreeable. Amen. I can disagree but I'm not being disagreeable. I'm not going to become difficult and to work with because I don't agree with you. I'm still going to work with you though I'm not in agreement with you. It's learned. Everybody don't agree with everything I'm saying now but we can't be disagreeable. Praise God. You got to learn that just some folk were raised differently. They see marriage differently. They see a man differently based on what they saw in their father. They see a woman differently based on what he saw in his mother. Sometimes we men want to make our wives be like our mother. Well, it's not going to happen. You got to learn that some people not going to change. It's all about the way people were raised. And if a woman were raised and saw the father beat the mother, quite naturally she's afraid sometime of her own husband that he might do the same thing to her. And she may rebel against him for call a protected shield. Don't know how to trust that man. If you've been raped, and I've done this with clinical psychology teachers that, that sometimes a woman been raped, she'll get jumpy around even her husband in certain times the way he approaches her because she hasn't gotten over that is that that disaster and that experience in her life and sometimes people or a woman will last back out of the husband because she saw the mother doing it and sometimes the son or beat the wife he saw his daddy doing it and something people grew up with and they don't know how to readjust they think everybody's the same you know misery love misery so if you grew up miserable and hard and difficult to get along with you think that's the way of life you don't trust nobody because you never had to trust nobody and the reason why i know you haven't gotten over all this mess you keep talking about it we always keep talking about what somebody did to me what my daddy did with my brother but what are you doing to others to call some stuff some things you bring on yourself. Now, don't get mad at me, but sometimes we can, you can wear things that can get you in trouble and certain places and certain things you shouldn't wear if you don't want people to go nagging you, and so I put it that way, but I think some of you know what I'm talking about. Amen. I don't want to make nobody mad, but somebody said, I heard an old great preacher say, if you ain't for sale, take it for sale, sign down. Oh, Lord, I know I'll get a letter on that, but I ain't going to read it. Amen. You got to learn how to carry yourself as a mother and as a woman out there in public. Amen. And men got to learn how to carry himself that he's not always winking his eye at everybody he sees because he can't have all of them. Praise God. So the same thing, you got to learn 
that some folk are the way they are because they're not going to change. Some kids that's bullheaded and they're not going to change. You just going to have to leave that bullhead young along and let him run on out there because a hard head makes a soft behind and you got to let him learn the hard way and just stop trying to change him. Swallow it! <laughs> 